Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. It's that time of the week, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Happy Throwback Thursday. Children of all ages. Children of all ages. How We're going to hit you with some fun stuff today. Hit me with your best shot. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Hit me with your best far away. Oh, all right, is that your uh, your pop rock audition song? Right? That's uh, Sherry Sanders taught me that. We rocked the audition <laughs> together. She literally wrote the book. She literally when I get when I get into that falsetto range, it comes out yeah. with my Mandy Patinkin sort of like. Yeah, you you always kind of allude to that. I, I like that though. I like when you go up there. Hi, Cal. He's like, hi, flying a dog. You, you know, I was so I was so confused by that when I was a kid listening to that, you know, cast album. Because I was like, is this how I'm, am, am I supposed to sound like this? Because I did, guess I, I could do that. I just did you? flip into head. No, <laughs> just flip into head voice whenever it gets too high. You know, you're just like finishing the hat. You know, it's just everything it's up, up, up and away. And up you have fall balloon. <laughs> Didn't get a word of that. Not a word. I said in a beautiful balloon. Aha! Uh-huh. So it's, it's an old, it's an old song from my generation. Oh my god! <laughs> How are you doing? Good, good, good. Before we went on the air, I tried a Donald Trump impression. It did not work. Kevin we tried. Were, oh, go yeah. ahead. No, I was going to no, say Kevin no. tried one and sound like Jackie Mason. It did. So we're we're we're, we're, so we're, we're getting working there. on that still. But we also really don't need to hear his voice that often because you know. But Jackie Mason is president. I think that's a really great idea. First of all, yeah, that, the that white, sounds like a movie from 1986. It, oh, you're right. <laughs> you it know what is. I mean? like with, Jackie Mason. He's like in the White House with There's Sally. Very with, kind of slightly racist jokes going on. Oh yeah, but it's the 80s, so you get away with it. So you can like nod your head and stuff. Yeah, you're Sally, like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, you have a whole. This is actually a really great idea. We should do that. The movie that Jackie Mason should have made in the 80s. Sally yeah. Kellerman is the first lady. Oh. <laughs> Or Diane Cannon. <laughs> That's good. Right? That's, That's good. I, Loretta Swit could be in there. Loretta Swit could be in there. <laughs> but she's probably doing summer stock somewhere, so we'll have to ask her she's, if she, she could. Like, she's doing Shirley Valentine at Beef and Board, a, so she's unavailable. Been, right. And then going to Patsy Klein at Forest Birthday. <laughs> <And then, laughs> so, yeah, she's yeah. making the circuit. She's making oh, the circuit. Okay. Woman's got to work. I wish, I wish. Arson Excelled Lace. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, 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 Loretta Swit and Kelly, Sally Kellerman doing Arsenic right. on the Lace at the Pepper Pot. <laughs> Whenever you say Kellerman, I, I always picture the Night of the Hunter, the, the studio recording. And oh. that was the big name that advertised it, other than Ron Rains, was Sally Kellerman, I think, making like – I think that's – I think I'm right on that. I, God bless whatever. Sally Kellerman. Well, oh whatever. Get her on the show. Oh, you know what? Uh, how about since we last talked, they dropped the news, the article about a West Side Story. I know you're not a big Twitter person. I am I love Twitter, folks. If, I you know, tweeted you once. On Twitter, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll chat on Twitter. But, boy, I love when musical theater people, our little niche, tiny little little world, loses its mind over something. And, Rob, everyone is losing their mind over this West Side Story. It's quite amazing. They like, cut – what do they cut? Oh, they Cut. Uh, I feel pretty. Gone. The dream of the ballet. Gone. 
Uh, the officer Krupke is going to be in the first act, like the movie. Basically, everything that Sondheim has complained, of, like not enjoyed about the piece, they sort of are honoring. Uh, I don't know about his opinion on the ballet, but I know that he didn't love the, his lyrics to "I Feel Pretty," uh, as as you can read in his uh, in his book, "The Finishing the Hat." Um, Feel but pretty girl wow. in that mirror there. I mean, People, it is a, a violent reaction that people are having. Uh, they're boycotting the show, not going to go see it. So where do you fall? Uh, oh, I, I, this might be controversial, but hey, it, it is. I, I'm going to see it. I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I think it's, you know, I think we live in a world where we have the Oklahomas, where they didn't change a note and they didn't change the dialogue, but they definitely changed the point of view of the piece. Um, but I, I say, why, it's art. Like, why, try, go for it. It's not like, I don't think they're going to re, you know, license it so that that is the only definitive version you're allowed to do in the country. That would be, you know, horrible. But I think as an experiment, um, yeah, why not? Go for you know? it. Who cares? Yeah. Like, let's just see what you got. Let's see what the art is. Let's and see. And I know, I, I, and I, I understand all the arguments. I hear that. But it's, let's, what, you know, I, I know we're purists about our art form, but our art form's relatively new. And I think we're allowed to think outside the box and explore. Also, very quickly, I agree, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Who, it's not like this was, it's not like he like rented a Broadway theater on his own. This needed approval from, there's a living author, by the way. So right. he had to approve it. Right. And then there's tons of estates. How and strong they, estates. Yeah. And they all had to approve it. So there's obviously something. It's The authors are, at, are approving it, which means it's fine. And if you don't like it, then you don't have to do the production like that again. But I'm sorry. Just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? You see it and you don't like it. Or you go, I feel pretty is my favorite song. And if they're not going to do it, I don't want to say Great. You have that choice. Don't, don't everybody calm down. Everybody calm down. Of- what if a whole new generation discovers this show and falls in love with it because of something new, ostensibly? You know, what if a younger generation is like, wow, this is hot. Like, man, this is pretty cool. This is yeah. hot. And also, don't forget, West Side Story is based on Romeo and Juliet. So t- think of all those Shakespeare purists in the 1950s who are like, you're adding what? You're doing what, Romeo and Juliet? You're d- oh, my <laughs> God. Somebody called President Eisenhower. Telegram <laughs> President Eisenhower and let him know about the tragedy here. Get out of Vietnam. Is this we, have your, a, we have a problem. We have a problem. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll remind listeners, as you, you all know, but Music Man was the show that won the Tony Award that year. I mean, West Side Story was uh, uh, not the crowd favorite. I mean, it was a little too oh. weird and too out there. And at its in the 1957 was sort of people like, wanted to see Robert Preston wear a shako and dance. Uh, boy, I wish I could have seen him live. Not to, just sidetrack. It's so Robert Preston. Man, he's good. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> I think he's got a career. I would have liked. I would have liked to have seen Mac and Mabel. That I, I would have enjoyed sitting in the theater oh, to see that yeah. problematic show. I know the ending's a little tough, but boy, I will never forget the first time I heard that that recording, and I was like, "Where have I been? How come I never knew? Why? 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 Why am I? You know, thirty and listening to this for the first time? I loved it. Absolutely I loved that. Has that ever been a favorite thing, Mac and Mabel? Maybe. If it's not, it should be because I love that it. show. That's movies a good one. were movies. I'm going to keep saying. Fantastic overture. Original yeah. choice. Oh, now, wait a minute. I just found this out. What? The, the overture for Mac and Mabel, which is one of the best overtures in the, sh- in the like, history of musical theater. Did yeah. you know it wasn't an, an overture when you went to see the show live? The no. show apparently opened in silence with Mac Senate like, coming into the studio and looking around. Oh. And that overture is actually the on-track. 
Isn't that interesting? I I feel like I read that somewhere, but I completely forgot. I wow! Just, uh, yeah, I just I had just found that out. So that was that was. I think I was. Who's Jack Vertel said that? The, mm-hmm. um, who's the going out artistic director? Of yeah, him, of course. Yeah, you know who's replacing him? Jackie yeah. Mason. <laughs> it's a fun zoom. What? Oh, look! I can't do Caddyshack as a musical. I'm surprised they haven't made Caddyshack as a musical yet. Oh, God. There are not many golf musicals out there. <laughs> Except golf, period. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that when they played off-Broadway like 10 years ago, 15 and years ago. And I think ago. the exclamation point was like an inverted T in a golf ball. It actually was. That's exactly right. Yeah, got a memory good. like a steel trap, wow. kids. Wow. Look at so, us. <laughs> okay, so you got so we got West Side Story. Amazing. Yeah, that was the big news. Uh, I, I got totally teased this morning with the Broadway briefing because it said parade announces dates or whatever. And That's I thought, what I got excited I too. It was like I scrolled down as fast as I could because I thought, finally, parade, a revival of parade. It's about time. Get no, on it, Broadway no, briefing. No, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving you, Day you Parade. You teased me. me. Teased you me teased me. You squeezed no. me. <laughs> Get out and stay on. Oh, man. God, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I like to listen to that. Uh, I was just going to say the 9 to 5 song, and you hear that, and I just tap my toes, and I can't wait to jump out of bed. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Like, what's not to like? That's that. What is not to like? Hey, I'll tell you what there's not to like. A favorite thing. All right, let's do it. Okay, who wants to go first? I will go first because I have a feeling yours is going to be really fun. No, it, uh, mine is not. Mine is bizarre. <laughs> like bizarre we love bizarre here uh mine is actually more mainstream but i think that the way it uh, became mainstream uh is interesting and the story behind it is actually very uh, interesting um uh this is uh a emmy award winning telecast uh from 1972 it's well stars one of the most famous people of our of our business this is uh of course liza with a Z, uh, the directed uh, and, uh, by Bob Fosse, uh, which won him an Emmy, where he won, you know, I just was talking to students yesterday about, you know, that was the year, 1973, where he won, like, the Tony and everything, you know, it was a big year for him. But this Liza with a Z, I find to be absolutely fascinating, because it was, you know, on te- television, it was a, a big telecast, you know, back in the 70s, of course, everybody knows this, but you, you couldn't see things again once it was it was put on television. You you saw it once, and then unless they decided to put it on television again, which they did two times, that was the only time you got to see it. So it was completely lost to, 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 to viewers after 1973. So you would see Liza with the Z, this great, amazing performance. And I'll talk about some of the songs that she did. And then it was, it was lost. And then Liza had the ownership of the, of the original tapes, but then they thought it was, uh, they were lost. They didn't know where they were and she didn't. And then in 1999, so we're talking, uh, well, 25 years later, they found the canisters with the film on it, and uh, our our one of our uh, you know um, uh, guests and his partner, a uh, uh, business partner, Craig Zaden and Neil Marin, they uh, with the, and Michael Eric who helped who found them with Liza, they put them back on DVD and gave it to us so that we could see it all these years later. Uh, and I just think that is fascinating. That something that was so groundbreaking and Liza is li- like at her peak in 1972. Uh, and it's, it, she's dynamic. I mean, she's so sexy and so vibrant and so alive. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, they're fantastic numbers. It's beautifully directed. The sound is amazing on it. Um, and if you can pick up the DVD, it's actually very interesting because they have some fantastic special features 
features on there. Um, so you get her going to the Toronto Film Festival in 2005. You get some interviews. Um, and it's just a lot of great added features. And then my DVD that I had actually comes with the CD of the, even though you can stream this stuff now, but it comes with a CD that, uh, with it. But, um, some of the numbers to look for. She starts the concert with Yes, which is fantastic. God bless the child. I love Liza with a Z. That's one of my favorite songs. Uh, I, a favorite thing many years ago was uh, the concert with Fred Ebb uh, performing Liza with a Z. And, you know, it's no secret that he helped sort of cultivate Liza's uh, moves and sort of taught her kind of a little bit what she knows. And you can see, if you watch him and you watch her, they're like side by side exactly the same. Like, oh, they're down to the tiniest movements. Uh, one of my favorite songs is I Gotcha, which if you want to, for a good time, side note, look up Sasha Below singing it because it is a fantastic uh, rendition but Liza because Sasha does all the original choreography with two uh, backup dancers um, but Liza is fantastic in that uh, a little suspect is my mammy don't know if that don't know if that translates to today with the you know the times we live in, but that's okay. You got Bye Bye Blackbird instead, and you've got a whole cabaret medley that is. I mean, obviously she was at her peak and she could sing the shit out of all of this stuff. So uh, my favorite thing is uh, Liza with a Z. Uh, don't just listen to it, watch it. It's it's the directing of it, and you really see Fosse's you know his eye for film. He's still you know he's figuring out he you know cabaret had just come out and or is about to come out. You really see his style in place here with this. It was filmed at the Lyceum Theater, which is really cool as well. Only eight weeks of rehearsal, uh, and uh, it's just yeah, dynamic. It's it's Liza at her absolute best. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she always coughing? It's a true story. It is. Everyone always starts the little impression with coughing. She's like, ah, Mama, Mama. <laughs> I, oh, I I had the canisters. Oh, it's old Liza. It's old Liza. <laughs> Happy it's Halloween. It's Mo- it's Mo- Liza in a mumu, not Liza in a jumpsuit. <laughs> I, I had the canisters, and they were hidden under piles and piles of telegrams from Joe Gray. <laughs> Joe Gray. Telegrams. <laughs> He's the best. His daddy was an actor, too. I looked under the telegram. <laughs> and there they were, the cat. So I called Craig and Neil. And I said, Craig and Neil, can, can we clean this up? Can we, can we put it on? <laughs> no, she's not. I don't know who that voice is. I, I don't know, know, but I loved where it was going, but thank you. <laughs> and Craig and Neil said, How about a new special? And I said, oh, well, oh, oh. I said, well, I don't want to work hard. I have the canisters, and I moved the Joel Gray telegram. <laughs> Daddy was in vaudeville, too. And we decided to do a new special. And it was going to be me. It was going to be Michael Feinstein. He's so great. It was going to be... <laughs> Jeffrey Holder <laughs> and it was going to be called Liza dancing and it was me and Jeffrey Holder and but they left me so we decided to dust off the film and put it on showtime you want some jewelry <laughs> I have some Rob. I, I, I remade the movie with clay. I was in the hospital, and I decided to remake the movie frame by frame like Bobby wanted, with clay. <laughs> and now we're selling it on the whole shopping network. 
<laughs> Those videos of her on the Home Shopping Network. Thank Hi, you. Hi, we're talking oh. to Doris in Georgia. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> you like the clothes? What? Blink, like blink, the, blink, like blink. The, yeah. You like the Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy two bracelets or three bracelets or even five bracelets. You just need what? <laughs> Undersell. <laughs> Liza Minnelli has revolutionized business with the tactic of underselling. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Fantastic. Love- <laughs> uh, you're, you're my mentor, too, whatever your name is. Yeah, those poor hosts trying to that like, host. And, oh my god, that poor one was in there for like four mm-hmm. hours with her, and you know it's her in like the size of a closet. Yeah, and you like you have to keep the conversation going for four hours. What are you hours. talking about? Oh my god! All right, favorite thing? Or are you going to keep going? I, I I couldn't tell. I saw that. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I mean, no, I, or, she, or I don't I know what else she would I sell. I mean, I, the only thing I would suggest is that she sells like more contemporary products. Kids, I'd like to sell you a TikTok. Well, she's like, I've got this sequin moo-moo here. Like, sequin moo-moo. Who doesn't want that? Who wants to dab? <laughs> you and the dabbing. I, I used to do the Dougie. It's named after Doug Lyons. My good friend. No, it's not. Okay, listen, they can't all be winners. Hey, Maybe Liza what, Minnelli could have played the, it, the love interest in the Jackie Mason, Mr. Yes. President movie. yes. It should have been. Oh, I'm trying to think of a good name for like listeners. If you can think of a good name for the Jackie Mason president movie from the 1980s that never got made, what would it be? Hail to the Moyle. I was going to say there's got to be something that's like kind of like a little like you know Moyle goish like like a like a he, okay words with his okay okay I got the plot like I got the, the plot last, yeah I got the plot he Robert Stack. He would have been cast in this. <laughs> of course Robert, he is. Robert he's Stack. Like the chief of staff, you know, like Ro- he's like. Oh, the, no, wait a minute. Let me pitch my idea. Robert okay. Stack was the president. Right. And he's losing votes. And they're like, mm. you need, you're too waspy. You need a more like ethnic thing. So he, his favorite butcher is Jackie Mason. <laughs> and he goes, what about him? And then they bring in Jackie Mason as the vice president. Then Robert Stack dies. And Jackie Mason has to take over. And that's how he assumes the presidency. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right? With like an eighty song montage happening over like that. That's just the, the the intro. You're right. That's like the setup for it. Yes, and then you're right. There needs to be somebody on staff who can like transform him. Oh, right. and they bring like, in. Okay, yes. Uh, who's who's always like the bad? Whoever played Biff in Back to the Future? Can he be in this? Yes, great. Okay, that's great. A good one. Okay. Or or no no no. That's there's got to be like a a bad boy as well. So like the the bad guy from Karate Kid, that 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 the, the oh, asshole yeah, kid, asshole. Yeah, like he's like he's like the I don't know. Bring like, asshole in. Yeah, the son of like Robert Stack, who's like amazing. upset about it. He's amazing. Like the, the who, who wants to like get Jackie Mason out so he can be the president? Exactly. Okay, that's right. So, but they feel Jackie Mason's too uncultured, so they bring in either Liza Minnelli or Diane Cannon or Sally Kellerman Diane or Cannon. Loretta. It's got to be someone that he can like kind of have a little because he's single, yeah. so he's got to like have like a you know a little and eleven and she's an there, innocent love thing, and she's there know. to train him and teach him to be more refined. Is <laughs> that your soup spoon? A spoon? But What's this woman? Can't you use your hands? <laughs> oh, you're so charming, Mr. President. It's <laughs> great. Please call me Maury. <laughs> Maury. <laughs> and a saxophone plays in the background. Maury Finkelstein or something like that. It's you I'm know. the president. What does the president do? He sits here all day. <laughs> 
He sits in the office. He goes to the office. They play the band. That's all they do. I want to make meat. <coughs> meat. I love meat. <laughs> and then there's a scene at a state dinner where he goes, I heard you sing. <coughs> I'm not a singer. <laughs> sing something for me, please. And then, you know, she has to belt out like, you know, I'm still here. Yes. Or an original that- song by Mark Shaman. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say Marvin Hamlish, but Marvin yes. Hamlish. Oh, even better. <laughs> like, uh, Folks, to be we're like, now going to change so our Patreon. Balance. Please, we want to build a time machine so we can go back in time and build the 80s movies that never was. Oh, that's great. Maybe that's my favorite thing. No, my favorite thing is actually. What so is guess, guess what I did this weekend, my friend. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. My friend, my friend. Watch a television series from 1982. No, 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 no. This past weekend, not this upcoming oh, weekend. Okay. No, what'd you do? What'd you yes, do? Square Pegs is on my queue. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so I have never seen a production of Forever Plaid. I've never seen Forever Plaid. Have you been in Forever Plaid? You know, no, because that surprises me. The only people that are allowed to be in Forever Plaid are people that have done Forever Plaid. <laughs> it was a, like the big thing when I came to New York. It's, like, it's a catch twenty two, right? No, really, it was like you can no. The only people that do Forever Plaid is. Those who already know the, the vocal parts and the choreography. So, yeah, no, it was impossible. Okay, so you know, okay, I understand. So, um, I've never seen a production of it. I was so curious about it. My very good friend and a faithful listener to us, Brian Henry, um, who, God bless him, has got her, his whole cast now listening. Oh, thank you, Brian. Us. Thank you, cast. So, we won't talk about the show because I don't want to hurt <laughs> I'm kidding. It was fabulous. So um, the show is really wonderful. So Brian oh, you saw was it live. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry. Oh yeah, I saw it live. So I went to Springfield, Massachusetts, oh, to shoot. the Majestic Theater in Springfield. Not where wow. Phantom is playing, but where Forever Platt is playing. <laughs> um, it's this adorable theater in Springfield. If you've not been up there, you should go. It's it's so cute. It's so so charming. And um, the show was lovely. It was a lot of fun. I had a great great time. Um, and cast is wonderful. Brian is wonderful. There's another Brian and it is wonderful. It's a really good, good production. Um, I will never be in Forever Platt because I can't sing. But only- Yes, you can. Don't you think Robert Goulet could be in, in Forever Platt? That's the sound of the men working on the chain. <laughs> Gang. And all See? day long they're going, ugh, ugh, ugh. Uh, but I don't, I don't see him doing parts though. I think he'll always want to sing the lead part. Oh, you know? oh I yeah, that's, that's, I don't see him taking like bass, the bass no. two line. You in know? fact, we're calling it Forever Goulet. <laughs> and they're not gonna wear plaid; they're gonna wear velvet. And I know you all got <laughs> cute names like Jinx and Sparky. You're gonna just call me Big Dick. <laughs> Now, I know the plaids don't bring out guest stars, but I'd like to bring out one right now. This is my favorite man of all time, Harry Belafonte. <laughs> and then they do the Calypso number together. Of course they do. Uh, but no, so, Gula, uh, tell yes. me about uh, Forever Plaid. So anyway, so afterwards, having a really, really, it was a fun time. And so I was, you know, hanging out with, with Brian afterwards. And he said, we were talking about Oklahoma. And he goes, kissing's my favorite food. <laughs> 
And I laughed and I was like, oh, that's hysterical. I'm like, you just make that up? And he goes, no. He goes, that's from the show. I said, no, it's not. He says, he, and I did not think it was. I was like, I said, you're making that up. He goes, I'll prove it to you right now. And he's like, watch this. And this is my favorite thing for this week because I have so many questions. It's a video of Celeste Holm, the original Ado Annie from the 1950s, on a television show singing, I'm just a girl who can't say no. And she sings it. But then at the end, there's this tag where there's all these lyrics I had just for some reason had never heard before, including kissing's my favorite food. <laughs> I feel like you but, would hear them at like Marie's crisis because there's always one person who knows every single. Why aren't they doing the tag that was cut in Boston on April 4th? This place has gone downhill ever since they put it in Zagat's. No, I said Zagat's. I just can't believe it. This is horrible. This is, I remember when, okay, let me tell you a story. When I first came here to the city in 1991 with a duffel bag, a penny, and a dream, and a thing of Astroglide, and VHS cleaner for VHS cleaner, thank you very much, because we had to go to Blockbuster. They would play everything. I, I, I remember when Tom, who used to sit over there, he could literally hum the entire overture to Kwamina while, while <laughs> Phil over there would queef the melody. <laughs> So I don't know what's happened to this world. I don't. You joke, but that's – I mean there – when I used to go 15 years ago, there were, we would like have nicknames for some of the people. So would nickname include uh, the Annunciator because there was this one guy who like would over-mouth every – but every single lyric. No man like, or like, madness. <laughs> Like, oh, every verse of brush up your Shakespeare, every, you know, all right, sorry. Brush so, up your Shakespeare is too big for these people. They're doing no other love. Have I No, exactly. All right. So what, uh, so last time, what do I type into the YouTube? Do you want to go to Marie's crisis this weekend? No, because Tom is playing and he didn't know the act two on track of keen. So no, I was really somebody who, if they the want to slum it, we're not slumming. I wouldn't go. I would hate going on the weekends because they would only play from the cheesy, you know, Disney stuff. Everyone knows, well, you know, you, back in the day that you would go during the week because that's when they would play Sondheim and they would play, you know, all the the funky stuff. Which right. is true. You're right. But they've put it now in tourist books. It's a destination spot. It's become so uh, almost, like, almost like a caricature of itself, what it used to be, I think. Listen to us. We're like, what it used to be. The old Maurice. Back yeah. when I went. Back in my day. Where Babe used to sing a song from Chicago. <laughs> but that's what we called her, the big lady. Who yeah, was like, Babe. I remember yeah, Babe. She was great. Babe. Oh, she yeah. working there? I don't I – I haven't been honestly in uh, – gosh. When are you going to bring five, the child? Seven years. Uh, I think we'll go maybe next next weekend maybe. maybe oh, we'll good. Just let, me buy him his, let me buy him his first drink. Yeah, it would be great. And the bartender is just always grumpy. Yeah. Oh, the oh bartender is just does not want to be there. But I listen, if you had to hear like 45 renditions of Waving Through a Window off key, wouldn't oh you goodness. be a little grumpy? Oh, gosh. All the songs now are so much harder and more contemporary. <laughs> They're all like driving dramatic songs that have to be done. But, you know, I, I would want to hear like, you know, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm not going because I want to tell you a story. They have a new pianist and he did not know the words to Very Good Eddie. <laughs> so I said very bad Tommy and I left <laughs> I did I did I got sassy 
Then I went to the Eagle. <laughs> they shush when people shush. They would shush you. Oh, you know when, yeah. babe, when babe would start singing. Um, you know, babe would uh, sing to be everybody quiet. It's, it's the church. Song, it's this, I'm, th- I'm the Mama Morton song. Uh, and yeah, and it was like, don't talk. If you talk, you would get shushed so hard. I will. Oh my god. Okay, so bring us back. All right. Oh, so, sorry. Um, so Celeste, Celeste Home. home. So what do I anyway, type in? What so just, just type in Celeste Home. And it's oh. one of the first things that comes up. It's her singing, um, I'm just a girl who can't say no. But here's the oh, thing. Yeah, you found is. it? Here's yeah. what I can't figure out, folks. I need to know if somebody can help me here. Her performance in this I find to be so bizarre. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I get the, let, let me tell you what I'm seeing. And I just need help because I think she's – I love Celeste Hall. Folks, is this how she performed it originally? Because the way she starts it is this very, like, low-key and sort of like – what she looks here's what it looks like it looks like she's at home and she's in bed right yes. and she's and she's sick with like a 105 degree fever i'm watching it right gets, now and That's... she gets a phone call from nbc and they're like celeste where are you and she's like where and they're like you're supposed to come in and sing you can't say no live tonight <laughs> she goes what you have to get here there's a contract we're gonna sue you so they so she rushes in. She's got a 105 degree fever. She can barely stand up. She's about to fall over. They put her in a dress. Ed Sullivan is now here. She is from the hit Oklahoma, Celeste Honya, because he always pronounced everyone's name wrong. And then she comes out and she's like loopy and like her eyes are rolling back in her head and like there's yes. like very low yes. energy. Yes. Then when she finishes the number and she gets to the tag, it's like Dr. Feelgood off camera like has injected her. And at that tag, she is like living her best life and having a good old time kissing is her favorite food. So what I need to know, folks, is is this exact is it, did she is this downplayed performance? what she did originally and we've just been doing it wrong all these years by making Ado Annie nice and broad or is is this just a fluke and sh- and and it's just not what she used to do so folks i if you saw her or you have an answer to this let me know some of you maybe you're watching this thing and you're like this no this is a great performance i am uh, just, no i'm watching I'm confused. it right now I'm just confused. and i am completely like my jaw on floor cuz it's almost like they said play it like you just found out your parents are dying. They're dying. I'm sorry, Celeste. They're dying. So now go go and say she seems so put off. But you're right. The, the, after the ending of I just watched it, minute three oh eight, and then she goes like she snaps out of it. Doctor, the Fielke, moment she has, he literally crawled like, on the floor onto the camera and injected her. <laughs> it is the weirdest. And she's now she's like hi. She's like now you she's bouncing. Two, two two minutes, Miss oh. Holmes. Are you are you ready? <laughs> you need your vitamins. She needs her vitamins. Where's Doctor Feelgood? Oh my goodness, he's the that same was... one. He's the same one that shoots up Isabel Bigley. <laughs> That's a neat joke. Sorry. Wow, that was a neat joke. Uh, wow, that was a good one, Rob. That's that, like so, uh, folks. I, I just really sorry. I just need validation. No, it's weird. It is very strange. Well, you know what else is strange? What? Kissin's my favorite food. <laughs> That's not my favorite food. If someone was Can like, you, 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 like, do you want chicken parm for the rest of your life or you want kisses for the rest of your life? I'd be like, chicken parm, please. Thank you. Uh, I'll take that, please. That's if you could only have one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, boy, Rob. That's and don't give me this, I need nutrient shit. Like, no, don't worry no, about no, that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all good. Um, uh, we got a, a, a shawarma truck down here. And I, I could eat that for the rest of my life with like all of the sauces on top. I want all of that shaved chicken and all of the sauces. Uh, that's what I'm probably. Ooh, doing. that's what about you? Oh, you're a shawarma guy. I love my. No, shawarma. My, mine would be the chicken parm. 
Oh, you really love that chicken I parm. I love chicken parm oh. so much. It's 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 everything I've ever wanted. And more. Well, that was nice, Rob. That was a good time. So, Miss Liza, tell me, how do I eat the chicken parm in front of the Italian ambassador? <laughs> you put our sauce. <laughs> And there's going to be special appearances, you know, cameos, you know, like Carol Channing will come in at one moment, oh, Carol Channing. you know, all the, the cabinet members, you know, oh, they'll be, absolutely. you know, it'll be like just a who's who of Love Boat. That's exactly. Uh, once you're all filming this episode of Love Boat, Mr. Bosley, can you come right. over? <laughs> Tom Bosley and Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury can play like a Margaret Thatcher prime minister. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Who has oh, yeah, all right. Cause, but she, oh, yeah. If it's early, if it's mid '80s, then she's not as famous yet. That's because she's a little too. She's too big for the movie. I mean, I think she's, I went to a movie. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be anywhere near that woman. Everywhere she goes, someone dies. <laughs> I'm being serious, and then she's there to solve the crime. We've talked about this. Well, what a great day. So that's that was our that was our stuff. That was our favorite thing. Um, and that's that. So, uh, right. so once again, you're going to take a look at Celeste Hall and let us know what the hell's going on. And yes, then you're going to go watch Liza with a Z and then go onto yes. the home shopping network and buy some jewelry. <laughs> Do watch that for a good time. All right. Have a great rest of your week. Everyone. Bye everybody. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now. And get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org. Because only together we rise.